Welcome everyone to The Ripple Effect. This is Michelle Kirby, otherwise known as The Real Michelle Kirby on social media platforms. And I have here a young gentleman by the name of Joshua Lozada, who is a fantastic human. He loves all people. He loves and is passionate for the arts and he just has so much insight and so much passion around human rights and things that we normally don't even talk about. But these conversations should be normalized and should be actually talked about more often, if not daily, to just at least come to the conclusion of what we're going to do to try to create unity and to try to create a reform that will actually work whether we can do it ourselves or with our voices or with petitions or whatever it may be, there's just so many critical issues right now happening in society that I brought him along to just be able to give his opinion and his side of what he sees is going on. And I'm gonna just give the floor up to him and let him roll and see where this goes because it's just really exciting to see how young minds think about the things that are happening in this day and age. Joshua? Yeah, well, um, to start off, I personally know what it's like to um, fight for the cause, and especially pertaining to this Black Lives Matter movement. I've, um, I've had the privilege of being able to protest alongside many, many people my age, all kinds of ages from different groups, and just seeing that energy up front and seeing that atmosphere up front and seeing how unified people can be just gives me hope for like seeing glimpses of the future of what can happen right can you speak a little to that because every time i talk about protesting or i talk about uniting for a cause people already just immediately go to the riots how was your experience right. um well greenville we had a very peaceful protest downtown and um it was very powerful um cops were were very quick to show up but at the same time they didn't show up in riot gear as I've seen in other states and other things like that where um, it set a tone of oh they think we're gonna riot so we're gonna show up in riot gear and it's all something that I think has been fabricated with false information too but mm -hmm. from what I saw everything went well very smoothly we got our points across and clearly the fight's not over so by any means don't take this as oh I'm the fight's done. I'm, I'm good with where we're at. I think it's only just begun. Everything's just now starting. And being on, I would, I would say, the front lines, it's just kind of like, there's so much potential for change, too. And seeing change in glimpses has been a nice pat on the back, but we need more. For sure. We want more. We need more. This justice system, I think, needs to be remodeled and completely rebuilt and um i know everybody wants to focus on the riots and all the looters but it's like black people have been going through oppression and they've been going through this since far past far ahead of when we were born 400 years 500 years even bigger than that so stores getting torn up yeah i don't think you should fight fire with fire but at the same time just imagine how tired people are of being treated that way Buildings can be replaced, human lives can't, as most people would say. Yeah. Right, and I don't think that you young kids even come, like, you know, college dates, age kids, you yeah. just coming into the workforce and realizing the things that are around you and the things that you're coming across and being faced with because your friends are very diverse. I don't think y'all go into it and say, oh, we're gonna, like, 
bust open this target and take everything from there and we'll show them like i don't think i think it gets to that because the wrong people want to take the protest and use it for those things but i think when you have that right mindset and you're really just passionate for a cause and you're trying to do things to make this world a better place i think that we have to look at unity as that you know in the diverse group that i saw you with and on on Instagram and the posts that I saw they were just amazing like y'all look so peaceful and some of the clips that I saw from the Greenville demonstration for Floyd were wonderful like it reminded me back of like the Martin Luther King days where just people spoke for equality people spoke for humankind there was prayer there was hand holding there was hugging I was really floored I was really amazed and just delighted at just to see the youth actually do that because there was a lot of young people out there and another thing that gets misconstrued within all this, because our generation is very social media based and like everything we do is centered around like how accessible it is as well. Right. So with this whole with this whole movement, which has never ended, it's just arose in a different light, in a new light, in a new form. It's not a trend. People think it's a trend to fight for human rights. It's not a trend. I actually took down the posts that I put up because some people took it as like, oh, he's just like showing like that he was at the protest doing yeah. doing his part. I was just trying to raise, raise awareness. Sure. But people, you know, people get very... Very opinionated insecure. or insecure, yeah. right. Opinionated on social media. So once I took those down, I realized... The real action is signing petitions. It's going to protests as well. It's also using your platform to bring awareness to the things that need to be uplifted, like the petitions for Breonna Taylor. Yeah, tell me a little bit about that. What happened with her? Um, so Breonna Taylor, she she was a um, she was a young black nurse. I believe she was either she was anywhere from 25 to 28. I forgot her age, but she was in her home sleeping with her boyfriend and cops had a warrant to raid the house that she was in not knowing that it was the completely wrong house they were trying to do a drug bust and there were no drugs in that house regardless it doesn't matter what those people were doing they were killed unjustly unjustifiably like it was just it was so bad the way it went down it was just broke down the door and there's footage i'm sure out there they won't let us see it but there's footage out there body cams are apparently a very instrumental thing in these videos that come out now right. those police body cams mm -hmm. they fired 20 rounds into um brianna taylor and her boyfriend wow. and they killed brianna taylor and her boyfriend who was licensed had a firearm he fired three shots back and there's even more like detail into the story i can go into the semantics of it as well because i from what i read um her boyfriend, after after he heard a loud a loud knock on the door mm -hmm. in the middle of the night, he was like, "Who is it?" Like anybody else would. Mm -hmm. People knocking on your door, who is it? Right. No response. Cops didn't answer. It didn't say FBI. It didn't say cops. Anything. They just busted in and shot two people. Wow. They killed one of them. And Breonna Taylor is still fighting for justice it's just so sad that they haven't been arrested yet it's been about 100 days since that's happened and the three cops responsible for it have still not been arrested for it only one of them i believe has been fired and it's just a bad situation everything with black lives matter it all adds up because there's so many different instances of people being shot people being 
brutalized by police, by these people in uniform. Wow. And it's disgusting to see. And there's a new case that's risen up. His name is Elijah McClain. Mm-hmm. He was a young boy. Um, I can't even really describe him because I could describe him, but that doesn't matter because at the end of the day, he was killed. He could have been a murderer. He was still killed by cops in an unjust way and it's just so it's so sad that this keeps happening more and more within the movement like we keep getting new cases and new people that are dying and new names to remember and to have to raise awareness for and it's just like when is it gonna end right what do you think if anything could be done from a legalistic standpoint to just change the reform and how officers are trained because you can't say that they just put on the uniform and then they become ignorant to all policy and and protocol and what to do in a life death situation or what to do when answering a call or what to do when investigating or even in a warrant situation i mean have you given thought of like what needs to change yeah what um, kind of training what kind of accountability you know videos being returned at the end of their call like what have you given thought to i think i've given thought to pretty much the whole picture but i would start with tearing down the police force as a whole like across all states all cities all counties because what happened in minneapolis with george floyd as disgusting as that was minneapolis was not they were not slow to tear down their police force they're the first ones that i've seen in my time living on this earth tear down their police force and they're open to like a new public safety committee they're gonna find a new way and i think cities and states need to follow suit with what minneapolis did that's the only way change is gonna happen is if they follow suit because that's the first domino yeah they need to what they need to do is they need to underfund they need to cut the funding for police as well because for example in la specifically la a big city lapd is pretty notorious as a force right as a police force they have millions and millions and millions, hundreds of millions of dollars invested into them. That could go to food, that could go to shelter, that could go to schools, that could go to a whole bunch of things, but instead it's used to, for cops to have riot gear. But nurses can't have the things they need to fight COVID-19. Like, money, money is a weird thing in the USA, and the economy is something that's always going to have to run at a high level but we're funding the wrong things wow we're funding all the things that are damaging us it seems like because if these cops have all the gear that they need to go and show up and throw tear gas at protesters why can't these nurses have the syringes the equipment all the stuff they need to fight covid because there's hospitals that are underfunded compared to the cops right the police force in that same area mm-hmm. and it's just there's too many gray areas to fill in but i think we should start with spreading that money out to other places yeah no that makes sense because you can't give to one and then not the other and then say well we have we have like 1700 new cases in south carolina yeah. of covid19 but you know, stay home and make sure you use telehealth and call your doctor through your phone because you can't come in because we can't even swab test you. Like, there's, it just doesn't make sense where the money's going. It's just the USA's got to pull its head out of its butt. And it's a tribute to who is our president, but at the same time, these problems have been here for a long time. Right. We can't just put it all all on him. He just kind of follows suit. He's just, he's amplifying these problems right now for sure, but... With what is going on, I don't even think that the 
things occurring in the world are necessarily more or less of what's always happening. I just think we're finally seeing it all at once. I just think too with the day and age of you know social media and the oversaturation of information yeah. that it can be overwhelming and then the news doesn't help either when you look and see that the news is being broadcast with the same exact script across the board where there's no area for oh let's plug in a good story here or let's show something great happening here or let's show something humanistic here it's all like negative 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 that it's doesn't help that doesn't help either because yeah it just scares the majority of society into just thinking it's a lost cause when in fact there's a lot of things that we can do if we come collectively and unify you know we come together in unity and in peaceful protests and trying to make a difference and break down whatever systems have to be break broken down to be able to build them back up in the right way it's just weird how they frown upon so many things and then they allow because it's a permissible society they allow for so many things that don't even make sense that people just frown upon and turn their heads on but then they take god out of schools too so it's like what are we doing what are we teaching our children what are we teaching the next generation to believe in the law unfortunately it's like there's this one size there's this idea that society has of a one size fits all type of life you know marry or go to college 18 graduate by the time you're 22 start a career by the time you're 25 marry by 30 mm-hmm. have a family by 35 like pick there's these fence, numbers dog, yeah pick that. a fence dog all that that nine to five job that american that hustle. old faithful american hustle that, that i think that's just credit, to make sure we can pay the run, taxes yeah it does run the economy that that old way but me and my friends, we're all about challenging new standards and demanding more because you should demand more of yourself and from others because as humans, we need to do better. Mm-hmm. I think overall, we need to do better. We can't keep living in fear, which fear is a societal institution that mm-hmm. really, if, you, if you're if you free, quote unquote, quote unquote, it doesn't exist. Right. You don't live by fear. Mm-hmm. And there's too much fear right now that's in the American public that people... They're either scared to change or they're scared to fight for change. Mm-hmm. It's true, and it's just weird how sometimes also the government just puts so many things upon us and we think we have to be like little robots and follow because now they're like, well, you should wear masks everywhere you go. Well, you know how unhealthy it is for us to inhale our own breath? Right. Like People are not looking at that. That's the reason we have trees and we have oxygen because we're supposed to breathe in the oxygen and then just breathe out, and it's supposed to circulate, not... You have a mask on, you're breathing your entire breath the whole time. You're somewhere in the public. I understand the whole protection of droplets and COVID and the pandemic. But if you maintain social distancing and you're six feet away from people, you should be good enough that you don't have to wear a mask. But they're like, no, you must wear a mask entering into these XYZ establishments. And I'm just like, again, they're just trying to impose their agenda. You know, and I'm just like, when is it going to end? When is... Why is it so hard to find a cure? I have so many questions. Where did it come from? Was it to, you know, I don't want to get political or or ruffle the wrong feathers, but was it to like help with population control in a foreign country and then oops, somebody traveled and it slipped here? Like, I want answers and that's the kind of stuff that makes me angry. Because then it has to change my whole perspective, my life, I can't even socialize anymore. And I'm not even, that's nothing. I don't even care about that. I can stay in my house all day and be healthy. How about the lives that have been taken? Right. It's just so unfair. I think money is the root to a lot of this because with COVID, um, with COVID, like the economy's been 
kind of at a standstill with certain things being closed, like restaurants and mm -hmm. grocery stores closing early. It's all money-based. Everybody wants, mm -hmm. all those government officials, they want money. They want these taxes to go up. They want, right. especially Donald Trump, he's so money-based. He's centered, he's money-hungry. He's centered around that. It's his whole, it was the whole reason why he got elected in there was because, oh, I will fix the economy. And with the blooming issues, you look dumb. You haven't yeah. fixed anything. There's not right. like there's nothing you can say that you've kept a promise for other than the things you've done for other countries to other countries. It's like right. I don't want to get I don't want this to be a, a just a Trump train, but <laughs> it's hard not to include a, him when you're talking about yeah. politics or you know but the also state that we're in right with, now with politics. That is that human rights are not politics. Ending racism, limiting racism, containing racism, protesting, fighting for human lives, that's not politics. That is basic human sympathy, and that's action being paired with that as well. Right. I don't understand why there's this whole... The fact that there is an opposing side for the Black Lives Matter movement just shows how terrible the human race is right now. Right. It's like... I couldn't believe when after that just all the hashtags were all lives matter. We know that, but before it's not like in when, when it has no yeah. no bearing to come back and say let me get defensive and say all lives matter of course they do but when the black lives are the ones that are being taken away unjustly then we have to keep the focus on that exactly. and i say oh what about me what about you in the rich mansion with like, you know tons of money and 401k exactly. but this family has no money the family that the person that was killed their family has no money they can't even bury them half the time like we don't I don't understand how this is such a like competition-driven so, society. So out of control. It's if, for example, if my leg is broken and I'm demanding like treatment, like, hey, doctor, I need, I need treatment. My leg is broken, and somebody whose leg is not broken comes up and says, yeah, but can you check my leg too? That's, that's basically what we're saying. We're saying, oh, or they're saying entitlement. They're saying, oh, because well, these people too. are going through something, I feel the need to voice my insecurity. And it's just become strength in numbers. There's a lot of insecure people out there. I think this is all tied around insecurity, greed, false information. There's a lot of variables into almost everything in the world, obviously. There's right. just so many interchanging factors. But I think we have to start with ourselves, like individually. Mm -hmm. And I know that's hard to do, and that's almost seems virtually impossible with the way things are in the world but mm -hmm. it really does come down to ourselves because my life has been going amazing it's not anything it's not anything that i can't attribute to the what's happening in the world but i know mm -hmm. that within myself through my lens i know what i can do and what i can change and i think that's where we have to start but right. there's a lot of small-minded people out there who just don't see it that way yeah well hopefully they'll take suit and they'll listen to podcasts like this and they'll get well informed to be able to make the right decisions going forward because that's what it's all about spreading awareness teaching. we're teaching them yeah enabling them to see something different changing and shifting the narrative and changing their perspective and also educate absolutely also, we can't be an echo and just like repeat everything everyone says. We have to be that voice and stand up for what's right, even when it's uncomfortable. That's not always easy. 
so we're gonna end this podcast today to just keep it under 20 minutes but we will have a lot more to say about this topic and other topics as they come along so we might just start this as a series but this is just like a fireside chat we're actually literally sitting on two adirondack chairs in the backyard and just talking about things that just we think really need to change things to just better your life and your children's lives and generations to come so we appreciate you listening again this is the real michelle kirby with the ripple effect and i have here joshua lazada so thank you so much spread love and stay blessed and just remember that change starts with you thank you amen that's great